Life is complicated. There is the law and there is reality. Welcome to Law and Reality, sponsored by Thav Gross. Now, here's your host, Ken Gross. Welcome to this segment of Law and Reality. Today's topic, brought to you by Brian Small and Ken Gross, yours truly, is the truth when it comes to the importance of your credit score. I know I've said this before, and I'll say it again, I'm sure, but can you handle the truth? I can handle the truth. Uh-huh. You can't handle the truth. I'm pretty sure I can handle the truth, but let's hope our audience can handle the truth. But Brian, what about my credit score? That You hear that. I, both of us hear this. We hear it at our seminars. We hear it in the office. When clients come in. I hear it on a daily, if not hourly basis. I, I hear it from my friends. When we're talking, if, if I'm telling, if, if I'm having a conversation uh, with a friend and I'm telling about how we resolve somebody's debt and how much better things are for them, they're all, everyone is worried about their credit score. What is the impact on your credit score if you file bankruptcy or if you do debt resolution, our solution to eliminate debt outside of bankruptcy? It's what? real simple. I'll, I'll start with, let's just give you the answer, then we'll tell you how, all about all the problems and all the issues, et cetera. What happens when you file bankruptcy? What happens when you do debt resolution? Your credit score goes up. It does. It will. It will become better. It may go down initially, but then it'll go up and be higher. Correct? Because what are we looking for when we're doing debt elimination through bankruptcy or we're doing debt resolution and settling debts. We're looking for a long-term solution that puts you in a better place financially. We're not necessarily concerned about the very short term because the very short term is going to happen quickly. And if you're in a credit card disaster zone, which happens to a lot of people, anybody carrying more than $20,000 worth of credit card debt is already in the credit card trap. We need to get them out of it, and we need to find a solution. And if that means that you temporarily take a little hit to your credit score for the long-term gain of having a no debt and having a good credit score, I yeah. think you should consider it. Let, let me actually clarify a little bit, because when we talk about a lot of times when we talk about on the show, we talk about the need to look long-term, ten and twenty years, which is important from the standpoint of your financial success and retirement. But when we talk about credit scores. If you take steps to eliminate your debt, your credit score will recover quickly. That's not a 10 or 20 year thing. It's a one, one and a half year thing. And that is a short term solution. That's not long term. It's not 30 days. For Here's your classic example. So first of all, if you're struggling with debt and you're not paying your bills on time and you've been sued and you have judgments against you, your credit score has already tanked. In that situation, filing a bankruptcy, which is what you're probably a candidate for, is the smartest move, and that will immediately improve your credit score because it wipes out all the judgments, which are a drag against your credit score. 100% correct. That's one class of person. The person who asks the question, but Brian, what about my credit score? They're in a different circumstance. Here's their situation. They've been paying their bills on time every month for the last 20 years. They're so worried about being late that they pay their bills early and they make sure that the money's uh, credited to their account a week ahead of time because they're so worried about hurting their credit score. That person who 
He has $50,000 of credit card debt who's paying $10,000 a year in interest who does that for 10 and 20 years and is giving away their retirement because they're paying them $100,000, $200,000 in interest over these years. That's the person who's worried about their credit score. When that person does debt resolution and stops paying his or her credit cards so that we can then settle them over that 18 to 24 month period, the credit score will go down during that period. Your credit score is determined by the aggregate amount of your debt, your pay history, and the amount of your available credit. When you stop paying, your pay history takes the hit and that's the drag on your credit. When you settle the debt, however, that reduces your aggregate amount of debt and your credit score starts going up. And when we settle debt and that happens, all the credit card companies that you didn't use before start sending you offers for credit cards. Even the ones that you did use before start to send send you you offers for credit cards. You then take a couple of those and you pay them off. You use them and pay them off immediately. They then immediately increase your amount of available credit. You use them again and you pay them off immediately. Very quickly, you now have five, six cards with zero balances and ten to twenty thousand dollars, or five to ten thousand dollars per card of available credit. Your credit score skyrockets at that point. The key for you, however, is to learn the lesson that no matter what happens when you go forward in the future. You're never going to give those credit card companies interest. That's the fatal mistake people make that squander their retirement money by paying interest on these credit cards. You were telling me just the other day, you found a credit card at what interest rate? It was it was 79.9% interest, and I believe it was offered from First Premier Card. 79 79- Point nine percent interest, and they said in the article that can't be legal. It it not only can it be legal, it is legal. They can charge any. There is no federal law regulating interest and rates. You can charge whatever they want. People are taking this credit card left and right. So if you owed them ten thousand dollars, you would pay seventy nine hundred in interest in one year. Yeah. If you owed crazy. them a hundred thousand dollars, you'd pay them seventy nine thousand dollars in interest. Yeah. In I mean, one year. Yeah. In ten years, that would be seven hundred and ninety thousand dollars. Obviously, these are these are still low uh, balance credit cards that they're issuing. They're not, but. They get up there really, really fast. And when you stop paying them and your credit card debt accrues at 79.9% interest plus a default factor on top of it, it's crazy. But you know what's just as crazy? Forget 79. That's a ridiculous credit card. If you took that out, you you know that, yeah, you're, that being, that's crazy. you're being silly. But, but 29% but 29% is every day. acceptable somehow. Totally unacceptable. If I, if I loan you money, Brian... Nothing in writing. What's the most I can charge you? Five percent. This is state. This is Michigan state law. If it's in writing, well, how much can I charge you? If it's just personal loan between the two of us for a non-business purpose, seven percent. If if it's a biz, if it's a personal loan to you and you sign a business purpose affidavit, how much can I charge you? Twelve percent. Okay. You know what? None of those numbers are. Even if you add them all together, they're still not twenty-nine point nine nine percent. If in Michigan, if I loan your corporation money. 
the most I can charge is 24%, otherwise it's usury. The problem is banks and credit card companies conduct themselves on a national basis. There's federal preemption, which means state laws do not apply, and there is no regulation on interest rates. That's the way it is. That's the way it's been, and I don't see it changing for a long, long time. No, it's not going to change, and the reality is is that you you have to start looking at things on your own and looking at how to salvage your situation for you. This needs to become a a time where you sit down and you start to be selfish for yourself and your family. And I'm not saying that in a bad no, not way. not selfish. Just be smart. Well, but you have if to. If you're paying interest, it's ridiculous. First of all, why are there usury laws? Why can't I charge you more than 7% under state law? Why do they have those laws? Because they don't want you dealing with loan sharks. Right. That's where usury laws came from. And somehow or another, on a federal level, we forgot about that and decided we don't care about loan sharking and usury rates. We'll let the banks charge any amount they want. Why do you think that happened? Because the banking lobby has a lot of money and they're able to lobby Congress to prohibit anyone from getting up the muster and the votes necessary to impose restrictions on interest rates. Well, you know, it's the same problem that arose in 2008 with regard to mortgages. They let everybody on the planet get a mortgage, and they were all at those teaser interest rates, and you could afford that $450 payment or the $950 payment. Designed but for to for three months, sealing six your months, fate for disaster. Twelve months later, and we well, you know actually, you know what part of the flaw was back then, when real estate kept going up in value. If you went in and refinanced on one of those teaser rates, you went and you you said to yourself, if I if the rate goes up in two years, if I can't afford to pay it at that point based upon my income. I can sell the property or refinance the property because it's going to go up in value and just roll the debt over. That was true when you had a forever escalating real estate market. But what we saw in 2008 through 2012 is that truism ended. It was true from 1970 right through 2008, but it ended. And I don't think anyone thinks that we're going to go through that period of forever skyrocketing real estate values again. When we hit the next recession, you'll see a drawback in real estate values. So you want to make sure that you don't get caught. But here's my point. The financial industry has every reason to make you believe your credit score is your badge of financial success. They have every reason to do that because if they've convinced you of it, you will make your payments on time. You will not do debt resolution. You'll be afraid to because you won't want your credit score to go down. You will not file bankruptcy because you don't want your credit score harmed. And what you will do is you'll keep making your minimum monthly payment for the rest of your life. And you know what will happen? Get to that part where you retire and then you'll start taking it out of your 401k and your IRA and you'll start bleeding yourself to death. And suddenly, what to make will, your payments, to make your payments. And then what will happen is you'll be 87 years old and the only income you'll have coming in will be your Social Security check because you'll run out of your 401k and IRA. What's the goal? The goal is to have that money in the bank 
until the day, some of it, until the day we die. And if you're using it to pay Visa and MasterCard, their minimum monthly payments because you're stuck in the credit card trap, you're going to run out of money before you die. Guarantee. I mean, quick definition of the credit card trap. If you're, if you have credit card debt and your finances are such that when you pay your bills after your paycheck, you're only leaving yourself a nominal amount of money to get to your next paycheck. And if anything major needs to be purchased, you don't have cash reserves to buy it, so you have to charge it. You are in the credit trap. Welcome to America. Most people that have credit card debt are in the credit card trap. That is a reality that is not going to go away unless you do something about it. And it's got to be dramatic. You've got to draw a line in the sand and say, listen, I'm going to eliminate my credit card debt. I'm going to build up cash reserves, and I am going to live within the means that I have coming in. And the first step, once you've already put yourself in the credit card trap, is to change the way you do things. We've got to stop paying those credit cards. We've got to either do debt resolution or bankruptcy to get rid of them because the sooner you do, the sooner you eliminate the debt, the sooner you start to put money in the bank, the sooner you protect your future. Here's my point. And the sooner your credit card score, your credit score heals. Yes. But, and the truth of the matter is, The truth of the matter is I don't care about the credit score healing. What I care about is if the the, here's the priority. If you've let's just take an easy number, $40,000 of credit card debt, 20% interest. You're paying $1,000 a month on your minimum monthly payments. That's two and a half percent of the debt. You're not and you're in the credit card trap. So the $1,000 keeps going every month. That's $12,000 a year. 120,000 over 10 years, 240,000 over 20. If you don't do something, that money is going to be given away to the credit card companies. And at the end of the 20 years, you're going to have nothing to retire with. If you take the steps and get rid of that debt and save some or all of that money, you will have a retirement fund to have when you retire. It's critically important. My best way of hammering home the point of why the financial industry is brainwashing us to worry about our credit score is the following. How many of you have a credit card where the credit card company is now offering you your free credit score as part of the member benefits? Come on, that's everybody now. Every single credit card gives you a credit score these days. Five years ago, there was maybe only one or two. Now, almost every single credit card company does that. Now, do you think that they provide that to you? You think it costs them any money to provide that service to you? I'm I'm certain that they have in the to pay FICO things, for it. They have to buy it from FICO, but it, it certainly isn't costing why, them any real money. Why are they doing it? Because they want to help. Because they want to help you. Well, don't you know, Ken, that your credit score is a badge of your self worth. They want you. They want that number in front of you all the time. In if fact, you have not, a really good number. You must be a really, really good person. And you're financially strong and healthy and you can do whatever you right. want. So therefore, it's okay to carry $40,000 worth of credit card debt because you've got a good credit score. They go further. 
they send you emails every month letting you know your new updated credit score is available. Then they send you emails, congratulations, your credit score went up. They do everything they can to excite you and make you worried about your credit score so that you keep paying them. Now, I don't fault them from the standpoint hey, of in business to being make clever, but when they're charging 29% interest, when the cost of that money is a point to them, their markup is absurd. Their markup is absurd and their profits are absurd. And it's on the backs of the American consumer who is not smart enough to realize they're being scammed. And we are being scammed. And even if you are smart enough to realize it, you then have to have the guts to do something about it. And when it comes to the guts to do something about it, you have to say, I'm not going to allow myself to stay in the credit card trap. See, I'm going to get out of it. You see, one of the things that, that I always find is, is people come in and they say, how can I do this? There must be a different solution to get me out of debt because, you know, I want to pay my bills. And I've never met one person on the planet that didn't intend to pay their bills. But they also intend to feed their family. And when you people say, oh, it's so it's gray. I just it's so many shades of gray. And I'm like, no, it's black and white. I'll make it real simple for you. You got two hundred dollars in front of you. It can do one of two things. It'll feed your family for a year or it will pay off all your credit card debt. Your family will starve, but your credit card debt is gone or you can feed your family. What are you going to choose? I've never had somebody say that they're going to use the money to pay off their credit cards. In that circumstance, true. They just don't think of it in that light. But that's it's as simple as it gets. You are jeopardizing your family's financial future by paying Visa and MasterCard. Here's worst case scenario. Elderly couple. I remember a few years ago came into me. This was in the financial crisis. They had they had lived well and done well. He was a spec home builder. Um, they had two homes in Florida that were rentals. Each one had a mortgage of around 400000 on it, but market value before the bust on each one was 700000 They were renting them out. The rentals covered the cost of the mortgage payment. They had IRAs of about $250,000. And they did have a lot of credit card debt. They had forty, fifty thousand. The market fell apart, and they couldn't make the mortgage payments because there were no rents on the properties in Florida. So they started putting them on the credit cards, taking cash advances to making the mortgage payments. Before you know it, when they came in to see us, here's where they were: the two homes in Florida were hopelessly underwater. They had borrowed on the max to the credit cards, and then they had started using their IRA to pay down the credit cards. And when they came in, the 250000 in IRAs were down to 100 The credit cards were maxed out at 100 and the two homes in Florida were hopelessly underwater. So we short-sold the homes in Florida. We got rid of them. We then got rid of the credit card debt. What couldn't we do? <laughs> you couldn't put money back in the I 401k. Couldn't take, I couldn't take <laughs> the IRA and return it to 250000 It was left at a hundred. 
And had they come in before they started bringing down the IRA from 250 to 100, we would have done the exact same thing. We would have gotten rid of the IRAs. I'm sorry, we would have gotten rid of the credit cards. We would have short sold the homes that were underwater in Florida, and they would have still had 250,000 in their IRA. And here's the thing. Another opportunity there would have been possibly to file a bankruptcy, still keep all the money in their IRAs and the 401ks. Nobody can touch that. You get to protect that if you file a bankruptcy. So not only do you get rid of the debt and get to keep your assets, but you get to move forward and have enough money to survive on for the rest of your life instead of being going back to work at 82 years old, being a greeter at Walmart, which happens a lot as people are running out of money. It's okay to be the greeter at Walmart if you want something to do and you're doing it because you like people and you enjoy it. But if you're doing it because you're forced into that mode, because here, here the common situation, you have Social Security, but you don't own your house free and clear, so you're paying rent or you're making a mortgage payment. You're still struggling with some credit card debt that you're paying two, $300 a month on, and you have one or two car payments. If you have that much overhead and all you have coming in is $2,000 a month in Social Security, you can't possibly make it, and you have no savings. Flip it around. You got rid of the credit cards 20 years ago. You started saving the money that you were paying, and now at retirement, your house is owned free and clear, and it's owned. You have two cars they're paid for. You have to pay your car insurance. You have to pay for food. You have to pay taxes and insurance on the home. That's it. Your Social Security practically covers that on its own. In addition, you got $150,000, $200,000 in your IRA or in savings that you saved up because you didn't give the money away in interest to the banks. You're fine. No, you're not a multimillionaire. You're not going to sail the seas and go see every little country and every little port that there is. But you've got enough money to pay your bills, live comfortably, buy presents for your grandchildren. And if you want to take one vacation a year, you can do it. That's basically what Americans want. They're not sitting there saying, I want to, you know, I want to sail the, the seas and see the world. Sure, you go to the fancy dinners and they talk about and you need $2 million in the bank. That may be true. And that's great if you can do that. But for the bulk of Americans, what we need to do is put ourselves in a position where we can retire and live comfortably and not be a ward of our children. That's the critical thing. And getting rid of the credit card debt and buying that home and owning it free and clear by retirement are the critical components to doing that. I completely, 100% agree. And did you know that now it's currently time for announcements? Go for it. So we have a couple of seminars coming up. I know, I know. I don't have to go in the same order all the time. I like, I'm, I'm like Rain Man. I like to do things in the same order. Yeah. But go ahead. You can do it your way. It's your, this is your chance, Brian. Wednesday, October 17th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. in our offices in Bingham Farms. Estate planning is not optional. You have to do it. 
There's so many key events that happen in your life. And if you have proper estate planning, you're going to make sure that your children, your spouse, the people in your life are taken care of properly. You're going to make sure that they can help take care of you properly when you are in need of it medically or financial help. The documents we're going to talk about include the will, the trust, the patient advocate, and the power of attorney. We're going to talk about how to avoid probate, how to deal with a probate fight if you get involved in one. Ken, myself, and uh, our one of our other attorneys, Jeff Linden, we're all going to talk about all that stuff, and we want you to attend. So in order to entice you, we're going to give you a $300 gold certificate off the cost of any estate plan in our, that we do. How you sign up for it? You sign up at lawandreality.com, favgross.com, or call us at 888-235-4357. That's 888-235-HELP. Then, not to be outdone. Wednesday, November 7th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. We have another seminar coming up. Hopefully I won't get the title of this wrong. I'd rather eat turkey than be a debt turkey. That okay. is a great title for it's a seminar, very Brian. interesting title. Whoever came up with that title, it is ingenious. I'd rather eat turkey than be a debt turkey. I think that we will give Ken Gross full credit for the name of that seminar. That being said... Whether it's good credit or bad right. credit. We're going to talk about how to preserve your future income for you and your family so you have something to retire with, money in the bank, house paid off, be debt-free. We're going to go over all the different methods to get out of debt, whether it's bankruptcy, debt resolution, offers and compromise. We're going to look at student loan relief. We're going to look at the opportunities to do budget management. All of these things will be out there for you. And if you attend the seminar, we're going to give you a free copy of Ken's book, Dump Your Debt. You sign up at lawandreality.com, thavgross.com, or again at 888-235-4357. That's 888-235-HELP. I'm sure to remind everyone, Jenny Lingle will also be at that seminar and handling a special segment on tax problems. Absolutely. Now, if you're a TV watcher, Watch us every Sunday at 11 a.m. on TV20. It's the TV version of Law and Reality. And I'll tell you what, if you're out busy doing something or you're out at church, hit the DVR button. I promise you we're very interesting to watch even in the afternoon. Of course, you can sign up for our monthly contest every month where we give out a free Visa gift card, a Law and Reality hat, and a copy of Ken's book, Dump Your Debt. You sign up for that at our websites, lawandreality.com and thavgross.com. And last but not least, of course, if you want to come in for a free consultation, we'll sit down with you on debt issues, tax issues, estate planning issues, business issues. Ken Gross specializes in elder law issues with Pat Samasco or Social Security and uh, disability issues with uh, Jeff Kirshner. Again, just give us a call or sign up for an appointment at lawandreality.com, thavgross.com. Call us at 888-235-HELP. We have some fantastic reports available on those websites too on business formations and loans and grants for small businesses in Michigan, the Retiree's Guide to Social Security from Pat Samasco, and our big one, How to Avoid Foreclosure Utilizing Reg X written by Ken Gross. And Ken, I, I hear a teaser that you've got a, a new one coming out on tax problems. It is coming probably in about two weeks. Still right. working on finalizing it, working on it with Jenny Lingle. we got two minutes left, Ken. You got anything else we're going to talk about today? I do, I do. I want to, for a second, <clears throat> tell you what is financial success rather than 
the credit card companies making you think it's a high credit score. This is financial success. You have a budget such that your income exceeds your expenses, resulting in saving some money every month. You have no wasted money being paid on interest on loans. You have a target to pay off your home sooner, not later. You have no need to borrow money unless it's for a major purchase, such as a home or an auto sometimes. Those those are the measures of financial success, not what your FICO score is. You've got to believe me on that. You don't have to accept it today, but if you've listened to the show, I want you to think about it over time because if you're one of those people in the credit card trap, I'm telling you, you need to take steps. Now, I've got one last tidbit, some good news. There's good news in the credit card world? FICO 9.0 is the most current version of the software for calculating your credit score. It's becoming more and more popular as the banks start adopting it because they have to pay for it. And in FICO 9.0, settled debt is removed from the credit score factor. So once you've settled a debt, whether you've settled it using debt resolution, as long as it's reported as paid as agreed, which means it's settled or settled for less, it no longer will harm your credit score. In addition, rent uh, medical collections are no longer factored in. Rental payments and utility payments are factored in, so it's real important to make those payments on time. It's good information to know, and it shows for you a trend. Even in the FICO score, it's recognizing the benefits of resolving debt and getting out from under the credit card trap. It's a good play. That's a wrap. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with Law and Reality.